podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite Wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. The boys are back, and it's our January Q&A episode, and it's back-to-back weeks that your fearless leaders, both I, Scott Wildcat, and Twitterless Grant, are with you. Again, you heard me right. I said Twitterless Grant. Um, Grant, we have to talk about it because the boneheads <laughs> have to know, and seeing that this is your only way to communicate with them now Um Literally, what, five minutes? I, I hadn't even, like, translated our Zoom call from M4A to MP3 before you text me saying that you have gotten the ban hammer once again on Twitter. Yes. I mean, we had a segment dedicated to me being back on Twitter just one episode ago. And I swear, yes, five minutes probably after we stopped recording. I, I got banned, so I, I wasn't able to scroll. I know that all too well, that feeling, <clears throat> and I know what that means. I don't know. I, I Obviously, they're just, like, using my IP address, and any account that gets made from that is going to get banned. So it's really not uh, – I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting back on because I'm not going to pay for a VPN or anything. Uh, maybe someday if I get a VPN, just, like, for any other reason, I can try to hop back in, but – uh, I think that's a sign. Maybe I should just um, just stay away and uh, take take the signs and and be done. Be officially retired. But uh, I don't know because like I was I was literally using it and then I logged in to um, Twitter on a different device and then it like immediately stopped working. So maybe that kind of triggered it. But I'm not sure. I have no idea because they do sometimes if you log in on different devices they can lock you out. But I don't know. I, I try to get back in, and it's over, man. So thanks, everybody, that followed me for a week. That was fun. <laughs> but, well, yeah, so. it's it, it's freaking wild. And I, I guess my question to you is, like, how are you going to get your information? Are you going to be, like, checking news sites? Or are you just, you know, going to be kind of off the grid? Probably off the grid. Um, you know, the time that I was off, I was actually, like, watching the news. And that was not very pleasurable um and it was just like man you realize how people just how everyone that's like older than us is so radicalized <laughs> because they're always watching one of these channels and man, holy i feel shit. like you're pretty radicalized and that's without uh well i news. just care i just care about the people you know but um it's crazy like i literally would watch a couple a lot of big things happen to happen too i mean they were storming the fucking capital and then the inauguration, but like they really just drive home like the same talking points over and over and over. Like it's unbelievable. I don't know how people can sit through watching the news. It's fucking nauseating. But um, to all the people that have Twitter, you know, I guess just follow the rules. Don't call Pierce Morgan a cunt over and over, um, and you'll probably be okay. 
Oh, Lordy, Lordy, Lordy. All right. Uh, before we get into the questions, just uh, last episode, you, you did share some uh, COVID scaries about your family. Do you want to update the boneheads about how, uh, you know, all your loved ones are doing? They seem to be doing well. Um, I think we're like almost <clears throat> two weeks in. My wife, huh, my pregnant wife is fine. Um, who knows what's long-term COVID effects they may have hopefully nothing but uh, short-term they seem to be doing well my dad's doing well my mom and sister both be doing seem to be doing well took Malcolm a little bit of time to kind of get through the cough but uh, you know he's an old man and he's at risk so it makes sense but seems to be doing well so got lucky and feel pretty good good I love to hear it so before we get into all the great questions and we had uh, some of the usual subs, uh, suspects stepping up big. We have to talk real quick about bet online because we love them guys. As you are listening to this, either the chiefs are in the super bowl or they're not, but you have all sorts of stuff you can bet on leading up to the super bowl. You have the NBA is back. You have international soccer, I don't think they're doing anything with the Pro Bowl this year. I don't really know. But you have to get over to Bet Online, start building that bankroll before all those fun Super Bowl props. If you get over to Bet Online and use promo code ARMCHAIR, you are going to be rolling in the dough because you guys are all super smart and you smell great. So get over to Bet Online, use promo code ARMCHAIR for your welcome bonus. And also, at some point, you're going to hear about CBD sometime in this episode. I know uh, people were making fun of uh, it being just inserted in the middle. I'm going to try to figure out how to make it so it's just not abrupt. Um, but I don't know, honestly, how it works. Andrew's not really good at giving me information. So, blame him, not me. All right. Let's get into all your guys' questions. I think we have 33 questions um, we're going to start it off with the great Evan D. Shanelanilak. Do you guys have anyone on your short list for men's basketball hires? What are you looking for in a new coach? Uh, basically, also, just to touch on it, K-State sucks and they got beat to hell by West Virginia. <laughs> they got to eight in the second half when Selton Miguel just went off, and then we stopped going to him, and that was frustrating. Um, I think basically the entire fan, but I don't think there's anyone who there's like, I'm actually in a group chat with two people who adamantly don't want to fire Bruce. I don't think, I think that's a dying breed. So a lot of questions are along those lines, but sorry. Name drop, name drop. No, I <laughs> honestly, if you're like a, like full on don't fire Bruce, that's like freaking toxic at this point i i respect it too and and here and because I, I don't know if there's any questions that are directly actually no there are i can go on that diatribe at a later time so if if we're making a change grant do you personally have anyone on your shortlist or what are you looking for in the next coach if it is if we do move on from bruce i don't besides, have any names because i besides know someone who will come on the show i know fuck all about college basketball the last two years it's incredibly hard to be looking at college basketball for us in a in a macro sense but now like in a micro sense knowing fucking college basketball coaches that are up and coming are successful god i don't know we're so bad it's like i wouldn't touch college basketball with a 10-foot pole right now but 
I want somebody that can fucking lead the team. I, I've seems like we've been with, I mean, I like Bruce. It's time for him to go. That's I'm going to put that out there, but what's he been here nine years. And it seems like he, the two times, the two successful stints that he had really required teams that had players that could be leaders on their own. And if he doesn't have that, then we go into a black hole and I need somebody that can, you know, not rely on the players to instill their own leadership. I need a guy that can instill leadership from day one. And um, I don't know. A guy that can win basketball games. How about that? Yeah. Number one thing that I'm looking for is come on the podcast at least once. That's true. Number two, I don't fucking care. Anyone who like fans who are like, oh, I want, I want a better brand of basketball. Fuck off. Yeah, you I do know, not, you so do stupid. not, you do not care one fucking bit about the brand of basketball. Because here's the thing: K State has won games losing or scoring uh, like in the 80s, and we've lost games scoring in the 40s, and we've won games winning in the 50s. You don't fucking – any fan who says they care about the brand of basketball is a bold-faced liar. That's what makes the message board so fucking funny. They're like, oh, I hate watching Bruce Weber teams play even when they're winning, yada, yada, yada. The offense sucks, yada, yada, yada. And then two posts later, they're talking about how, oh, I, I miss the days of Frank. Frank was playing goddamn murder ball. I mean, if, if you're trying to say that you enjoyed the Frank brand of basketball and not the Bruce Weber brand, it was ba- – again, to a basketball novice, which 99% of people who, are, who, who watch the game are, there is no difference between the good Bruce Weber teams and the good Frank Martin teams. It was predicated on good defense and making shots when you had to and getting to the free throw line. Yeah, I don't things. give a shit about uh, brand or style of play. All, the only thing that fucking matters is winning. It's like across. If you take a if you take a look at college basketball, I mean, it's a fucking gross product, anyways. Most of it is pretty ugly, bad basketball, except for the top tier elite teams that are able to like instill an actual style of play with real blue chip talent. So it's like shut the fuck up. You just want to win games. That's all that matters. Give me a coach that is. A winner. That's that's the only thing I care about. Yeah. I don't care if we win I don't care if we win games in the fucking thirties. Like who cares? Just win yeah. games. Yeah, it, it, it's stupid. It, it if you're if you're saying that you care more about what the product looks like versus the results, then get fucked. You're not a case. And that's fine. If you, if you just happen to be like, Oh, I went to K state, but I like watching good basketball, whatever. That's fine. But if you're a K state fan and you claim you care about the style of play, no, you might have a preference, but all these people are like, oh, no, we, we need this and a shot, yada, yada. No, fuck off. Just win. That might be a question that would – and the answer is still pretty much the same. You just want to win. But that might be a question that would apply better to football. Like, I can understand somebody being like, I just don't love this, like, style, this, you know, heavy run style, kind of boring. I want the – I want a spread, fast offense that's fun. But in the end, ultimately, the only thing that fucking matters is if, is if you're going to win. I mean, you could have a fun, fast, spread offense that's dropping 60 a game but giving up 70 points. It doesn't matter. You just want to win. That's what we want. Give me, give me a new coach that can win games 
and everyone will be hand in hand. Yeah, and and if you're looking at beyond style, like you're going to need a coach who can at least assemble a staff that can recruit. I mean, if you look at the Big 12, I mean, yeah, we had a good recruiting class, but everyone's getting multiple top 150 guys in those classes. So yeah. you're going to have to get a guy who can do that. Um, and, and honestly, I pro- and, and this wasn't supposed to be a shot at Evan. Um, this was more a shot at some of the Twitter fans and the message board fans who talk about style play. Because what, what I am looking for in a coach is a guy who is going to be able to, like you said, he needs to be a leader. He needs to win. But he also needs to be able to assemble a staff that can recruit. And if you talk about guys on the short list, like – I, I'm with you. I, there is no obvious like mid-major. Like everyone was in love with Steve Forbes for a while, but he went off to Wake Forest. There isn't that obvious like hot mid-major coach that you can go out and get. So, I mean, a, a lot of folks are trying to latch onto Craig Smith at Utah State because he had a connection to Tim Miles and Gene Taylor. So, yeah, that makes sense. I, but if you look at his roster, his roster is almost entirely – kids from Utah, Idaho, and international guys. Are you going to be able to recruit the tip top international talent, which that's what it would take to be successful in the big 12. And it can be done. I mean, Illinois has a lot of international guys. Gonzaga number two team in the country, almost exclusively international guys. Baylor has some of them, but can he step it up and get that upper end guys? I don't know. And then, Chris Jans is another name that gets thrown around. New Mexico State, we got fired, or maybe New Mexico, one of those New Mexico schools. He got fired because he was running around slapping girls' asses in bars and getting caught on tape. Like, <laughs> is that someone who K-State's going to hire? I don't know. And then, you know, do you go after a young assistant? Again, I think there's another question about that. But, I mean, what hot young assistant? Do you take whoever the top recruiter is from Texas Tech or Baylor? Do you go after Kim English, who's, uh, I think, at Tennessee right now? Because, I mean, he, you know, he was a Missouri guy, but, like, he has a lot of respect amongst K-State fans. So, do you, do you go after a young guy like him and see if he's ready to step up? I don't know. I, I, It's not like football where, hey, there are all these obvious possibilities i i don't think there's a ton of obvious possibilities for this job which is it's a beta way to go about it but it's almost like all right like do you just kick the can one more year i don't know it just uh no yeah i'm not looking forward to this coaching search if it happens me i don't i don't think it's gonna be fun all right cody ezern some good ones uh we've had this question a few times but uh, we'll, we'll answer it again. So the, his first one is, if K-State were to add a sport, what would you want it to be? Um, you can do a male, female, or one of both. So I think I know you're male. You want men's soccer, right? No. Oh, you I changed want, it. I want hockey. Yes, 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 yes. I want hockey, and I want it to be played in a herd. Yeah, that'd be cool as fuck. Um, and let's will design the uniforms yes yes 100 percent. hockey right. would be cool i mean men's soccer would be cool it'd be ideal i would love to have, be able to buy a, a soccer jersey that was k-state that'd be fun um but let's just let's be unique let's let's get a hockey team that'd be awesome it's like i think he was the one who brought it up to me about renovating uh ahern ahern however you want to pronounce it and playing hockey in there that would be so fucking tight it would be incredible and then uh once a year we could 
I, I don't know how the logistics of this. It probably would be impossible. Once a year, we could host a giant tournament where we turn old stadium into a bunch of hockey arenas in the middle of the winter, like oh, uh, yeah. they do. And uh, I don't know. There's like a Minnesota, or there's like a hockey tournament every year that's like that. I can't remember. Can't remember if it's out. Well, there's in like a three. There's a three on three tournament up at Zona Rosa. They have an outdoor rink, and they do three on three tournaments around Christmas time up here outside so that'd be incredible yeah so hashtag team hockey if i if i, if I would have ended up if i would have ended up winning that billion dollar lottery i would have donated whatever amount it took to get a hockey team up and running and renovate uh a hern into a hockey arena uh the next one he said um if you were if you wanted to play one last basketball game in a hern who would you want it to be against one last basketball game in a Hearn. Which I not really, KU, no. not KU, because they would spank us and it would be embar- We'd be embarrassed. Uh, also, when you're good against KU, you can you pack the arena like of twelve thousand, yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like super hateful. No, that I would never move a KU game out of. Brandon. Um, I don't know. I don't really care. <laughs> I mean, I would choose. Um, I would choose one of the Big Eight teams, not named KU, uh, not or Colorado. I don't care. About I was gonna, Colorado. yeah. My, the, honestly, the first thing that popped in my head was Missouri for some reason. Um, that was our last game. The last game in Ahern was versus Missouri. Well, maybe we could double up. Yeah, I mean, I think that them or Nebraska would be the easiest because it's like it's not a Big Twelve game. It could be a one-off type thing. So mm-hmm. I would say Missouri or Nebraska. Um, so here's the next one, and I love this. Is a hamburger a sandwich, and are tacos and hot dogs considered in the same category? Who had – oh, wait, tacos and hot dogs. So ta- so tacos aren't for me because no. I, I consider a tortilla, uh, hard or soft, completely different from a bun. I think a bun is much closer to bread. I think both hamburgers and hot dogs are sandwiches. Who somebody told us, I want to say it was on this show. They had an amazing hot dog answer about why it is not a sandwich. And it very clearly, I mean, it cleared things up. It was like, oh, damn, you're right. It is definitely not a sandwich. I can't remember who the fuck it was or what they said. So I'm useless right now. But uh, what was the hamburger question? Is a hamburger a sandwich? Yeah, a sandwich. And then he was basically asking, like, are tacos and hot dogs considered the same thing? A hamburger is 100% a sandwich. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's between – it's definitely a sandwich. It's got meat between two buns. It's got, you know, toppings, and it's literally, I, it's I literally still, a sandwich. I still think a hot dog is. I don't – I was it Van Malone? No, may, and maybe it wasn't on our show. Maybe it was somebody. No, I feel like it us. happened on. The, I don't. Oh. I don't remember either. I think someone said like, "God, who said this? This is pissing me off." It was like if you remove. It's like if you stand have a hot dog standing alone. I don't fucking know. Somebody's gonna have to tweet you. I I think it might have been like Dan. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting all sorts. Of, I'm getting flooded with all sorts of probably false memories now, but. Somebody is going to hear this, maybe, if anyone even listens to the show anymore, and they're going to tweet at us the answer. I'm going to have to do some investigating. Okay. Well, I think it is. I think both. I'm going to say it's not. The hot dog is not a sandwich. uh, I mean, everyone's favorite RIP, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, said a hot dog is a sandwich, though. So, Well. 
All right, uh, Evan D. Shanelanilak, if this is Bruce Weber's last year, who do you expect to stay for the next coach? I have no idea. I, I mean, in, in college basketball, there's so many fucking transfers anyways. I, I don't think I could definitively look at our roster. There's not a single player on the team who I'd say I'm 100% confident would stay under any circumstances. No, yeah, exactly. Um, I would hope – I mean, I would hope that that freshman core would stay together, um, but – I have no confidence that anyone would stay, to be honest. I mean, that's just college basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, I like this one from Jake the Recliner Guy Gordon. With both Briley Moore and Elijah Sullivan gone, who do you want to see wear number zero next year? Um, I don't know, man. I don't really like number zero. Oh, really? I like it. I like I, it a lot. I don't want anyone to wear it, to be completely honest with you. Um, what about you? I want to see Joe Irvin. I want to see him okay. rock zero. You know, there, there's all the hype around. Uh, if, somebody is, Joe. if somebody is going to wear it's got to be somebody that's going to be like in somewhat of a spotlight. I agree. I would agree with that. I, I like Joe Irvin. Um, I would like one of the young wide receivers, uh, Hawkins or RJ Garcia, to be like, fuck it. I want zero. Come in with like swag and confidence. I think that would be fun. On defense, maybe it just needs to be like, whoever like your returning senior captain is so j-mac although i think j-mac looks good wearing 32 um, yeah 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 i like 32 or maybe uh, boom massey boom massey rocking zero jalen pickle just a big boy on the defensive line rocking zero that'd be fun yeah all right uh b12 football and it's cfb <laughs> ken bone is the 2022 football season where we really get to see climate, what climate has to offer. CK has proven himself a good coach in 2019, uh, but it was Snyder's recruits uh, in 2019 and a cluster in 2020. Um, I guess he's doesn't see anything for 2021. I mean, I, I mean, I, I think that you're going to start to really see this team be coach climate. I mean, last year. Yeah. It, there, there's still a lot of guys, but I think 2021, 2022. All right. Hey, there are no more excuses. Yeah. You know? There's yeah, not going to be a pandemic. That. It's going to be mostly your guys. I, I mean, I think that now he owns every single, I mean, in all reality, once you're the head coach, you own everything, but there are no built in excuses anymore. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I could uh, say that any better. Purple <clears throat> chiefs. Are you still on the Bruce train? What is your choice to reply, place him if he's retired or fired? So we've already kind of talked about choices. Um, and you straight up said you, you want him to be fired. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't like it when you say it like that. <laughs> um, I just think the time has come. It's like I, I, hope, I hope they just mutually part ways. Um, probably not going to happen. But um, I hope if the they results, do. The, the results are not are not good enough and it's it's time to go i think i mean it's been nine years and i just don't see we're in such a bad spot right now i think we need a, a spark we need we need a change of direction yeah i mean that that's where i'm at now but i'm not gonna riot if he comes back either. um I, and I, like it's not really i i don't think there's a realistic coach we could bring in for next year that is going to make me any more excited than if Bruce came. I, I think if Bruce came back and kept his core around, I would still be excited for next year. Um, if some of the names like that are getting tossed around like happen, because again, 
and, and for better or worse, we only have one hire to go off of. Gene reverted back to who he knew uh, in Coach Kleiman. So if, if you're looking at some of the guys off the Tim Miles coaching tree, if it was Tim Miles, I'd kill myself. It was, if it was that Nico guy who is the coach over at uh, Colorado State, I'd kill myself. If it's the guy at Northeastern State, I'd kill myself. Like I would, I would be so livid if it was anyone with connections to Tim Miles except for Craig Smith. And I could talk myself into being all right. Like Craig Smith is killing it at Utah State. That Utah State's a good job. Yeah. And he's kept it going. Um, I could convince myself that that's okay. Anything else, I would be so fucking mad, and it would not be worth uh, just firing like Bruce. And and again, I get it. Folks are like, oh back-to-back worst seasons in the history of K-State basketball. I 100% get it. I'm not campaigning for him to keep the job, but if we're hiring that Colorado State coach, I would be so – I don't know if I could ask Gene Taylor to come back on the show if he hired Miko, whatever, whatever his name is. Uh, I agree. Um, I, I don't have a lot of – I mean, I don't know why I say I don't have a lot of confidence in our next hire. It just doesn't seem like – Yeah. And I'm not paying attention to college basketball as I normally would in the last, you know, three or four years. But typically there is at least a decent short list that you could come up with. Um, and smarter people than us have decent short lists that they come up with. And I'm just not seeing anything out there that's really indicative of the direction that we would be able to go. Like we're not getting Brad Underwood. Like there's no, yeah. there's no exciting. I mean, you high- call him, you call him, but he's not coming. Uh, you, you call him, but only if like Carl Ice is giving you twenty million dollars for his buyout at Illinois. Yeah, I mean his buyout's it, insane. Like, yeah, it's not happening. So, uh, yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a little de- depressing. So, Emolorado, uh, he kind of got in there. So he asked about style of coach and system. We we talked about that. We don't really care about that. Then he says, uh, "And what sort of experience do you want to see? Do you want to go after a top assistant, or do you think?" Uh, and he phrases it as. Uh, or sorry, do you think a top assistant would be settling or do you think we have the resources to snag a successful coach at our same level? Uh, no, we do not. Like, no. K-State has never grabbed a coach uh, from a peer program. So I, if, if you are even, if you ever even allow yourself to think that we are going to grab a sitting power five or big East head coach, no, stop. We are not. We are not capable. There's no scenario in which there's another power school and we take their head coach. It's not going to happen. We don't have the money. We don't have for the buyouts. And K-State never has. If you look at the history of our coaches, that is something we have never done. Top assistant? I could get on board with a top assistant. If you if you grab a, a, an assistant from one of these big programs who has a recruiting pedigree, um, and wins the press conference, then I could find myself getting on board with that. I, I would almost, I, I think I'm to the point where I'd rather roll the dice with some sort of assistant with a great recruiting pedigree at a top school versus Craig Smith. And anyone below Craig Smith, like I said, I'm killing myself. So, yeah, it is. I do agree. I think, I mean, for the most part, I think grabbing a top assistant might be the way that we're going to have to go. Um, Find a guy that can recruit, first and foremost. That's so important in college basketball. It's scary to me that to the idea of going after a guy that doesn't have, like, head coaching experience 
because it's just a different monster on any level, you know, running the program as opposed to being uh, one of the, you know, other cooks in the kitchen. But fuck it. I mean, we can't get much worse. So <laughs> what does it matter? We're five and 11. Who cares? Like, take a, take a, take a risk. What does it matter? I mean, I care. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, if, if you well, do- like, we're, we don't have anything to lose though. Like really? I mean, if you have a, a hot coach coming in, I guess we could have replicate the same season, but it's like, we're not going to be much worse than we are now. But uh, if, that, if, that, if that's the mindset, I don't think we're going to be, if you bring back Bruce, I think we're going to be improved next year. Probably. Yeah, keeps, I guess. Yeah. Assuming he keeps the core. I mean, so I guess that that's kind of like my thing. The, the, idea is like okay do you think how long do you think it would take bruce to get us back to the tournament i don't know probably not next year but the following year how yeah, quickly that's where it would be how, how quickly will some random person be able to get us to the tournament probably two years so you're looking at the same thing so then you're having to project out beyond that but we know what bruce is already and i'd rather be like take a risk on somebody that might be you know no i rough as I, opposed to like repeating two terrible, three terrible years and having to search again. Um, yeah, because I don't I'm, know. I, I'd rather do that. Bruce, Bruce than, is going to yeah. retire in three. Even if, even if he isn't like given the Bill Snyder retirement package, aka fired, but you let him announce retirement, he's retiring in three or four years anyway. So I, I I'm. My only argument was, yes, I, I think there's something to lose. That wasn't me saying, no, we need to retain him. I'm just saying I think that there might be something to lose. Um, okay, KSC Railroader. Uh, is it a kind of now or n- never moment when it comes to firing Bruce? No. I mean, you can do it at the end of the season. <laughs> the young yeah. players uh, he has are good enough. They should do just enough over the next few years to not get him fired. Uh, I mean – I don't know about that. I mean, I don't think I don't know if I, I don't know if we'd make the tournament next year. So, I it's definitely not a now or now. Like people want him fired in the middle of the season. That's not going to do anything for you. I, no, I, it's going to only probably hurt us too. I mean, doesn't his contract will by when the season ends, it's going to change and make it cheaper for us to fire him. Actually, so, you'd have to wait until like like May first for it to be cheaper to fire him. Okay. May but I just first. <laughs> May first is. All right. And then KC Railroader. Also, if you do believe like I do that the young core will do great things, should Bruce be fired? Um again, we, we've been dancing around this, you know, for a couple of weeks now. I I I mean, I think this young core can do some stuff, but I think they still need some help. Um, there's I mean, we we've seen what COVID's done. I mean, no Nigel Pack, we're just getting embarrassed. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that this young core can do some things, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know if you're going to say, uh, if you're going to keep Bruce Weber, it's going to be because the young core and you think that he will be able to keep them together and compete for postseason and to be in the upper half in the big 12 faster than a complete and total restart. I just don't know how you can, look your fan base in the eye after the two worst seasons in school history, modern school history, um, and not make a change. Yeah. That's what it ultimately comes down to. 
it, it was last. It's not this year that fucked Bruce. Everyone knew that this year. I agree. Yeah. It, it, it was. It was last year. The fact that he was not able to keep Cartier Jada, you know, driving on the road, and Xavier Sneed was not able to get his own shot, and Mike McGurl wasn't ready, and McCall Mayween fell was off horrible. Of <laughs> I like I hated on McCall Mayween when he was good as a junior and everyone like shit on me for it. And then that's what he gave us last year when we need him to step up. So it, it what it's not this year that fucked Bruce Weber. It was last year. The fact that last year fell off, the bottom fell out so hard is why this year is not going to be accepted. 100%. So totally agree. Uh, Jason Tryon is the basketball team worse than any of the teams from the Asbury Wooldridge era. I mean, advanced stats and records say yes, which yeah. is wild. Yeah. I mean, Sucks. proof is in the statistics. Yeah. And honestly, the eye test. It's not a good team. Like, it's horrible to watch. Ugh. Yeah, it's bad. Let's, yeah. Ma- let's make a change, please. Yep. All right. Uh, again, just another shout out to Bet Online. Folks, build up that bankroll so you can have all the fun you want on Super Bowl Sunday. It is one of the most fun betting days of the year with all those prop bets. And hopefully when you guys are listening to this, the uh, Chiefs are in it. Otherwise, I'm going to be super sad. Um, But hey, it is what it is. Go over to BetOnline. Use promo code ARMCHAIR. They have all the best in-game wagering. I was doing in-game wagering all at 6 a.m. on the Chelsea FA Cup versus Luton Town. If they have live betting for the FA Cup for stuff like that, they have all the major games. It's so much fun to do live betting. Everything is changing in-game. Bet online is literally the most fun to wager on sports. All right. Uh, also, I really like that uh, Arsenal track jacket you're wearing. Very nice. Oh, my God. I can't take it off. I love it so much. That's awesome. All right. So Jeff Burkhart asked, give me a school in each P5 conference that you'd like to line up a true home and home in football. Feel free to throw in G5 school in there if you want. Um, first off, I'd say Stanford. I want to play them at home. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> home and home with the Pac, a Pac-12. I mean, Colorado, and it's on the schedule. SEC, it truly would, would be Missouri, and it's on the schedule. Big Ten, Nebraska, it's on the schedule. ACC, actually, Nebraska's not on the schedule. I wish it was. ACC, um, that's a good one. Uh, Clemson, probably, so I could see us play there. We'd get killed, but it'd be fun to go to a game there and see K-State play. So, yeah, that's what I'd do. Yes. Give me Clemson, Ohio State, Alabama, Oregon. Boom. I don't care about playing Alabama. Give me them all. Give me the best of the best. No. Um, I'd I mean, love that's to fine, play Nebraska. But... I'd love to play Nebraska again. Um, home and home, that would be fun as hell. I never got to go to Lincoln. It's like such an easy trip, too. I'd love to go there. I'd love to welcome them back into Manhattan. Um, and hopefully spank them. Yeah, I love the. I mean, I've never been to Boulder either, so I'm really happy that the, that Colorado's on the schedule in the future. A different Pac-12 team that I think would be very fun to make a trip to is Washington. Um, they have like one of the coolest stadiums in college football, and I just would love to go up to the Northwest. And um, I love a purple showdown. It's always fun. Yeah, and Oregon would be fine. I mean, SEC, yeah, Oregon would be awesome too, obviously. Um, who else? 
Arkansas would be fun because actually no, I never want to hear Wu Pig Suey ever again after the two bowl games where we played them. <laughs> so actually, I take it back. I don't know. Fuck Arkansas. An, an SEC team. Uh, I mean, I don't really want to play any <laughs> any SEC teams. I would love to go back to Baton Rouge though. God damn, that was fun. And um, yeah, I mean, everybody should experience uh, that place. It's unbelievable the tailgating scene is just outrageous the stadium is next level um the food down there is just incredible we'd probably get murdered but it would be fun they suck this year they do suck they suck it sucks that we played like mississippi state which is like probably the worst road trip ever i can't imagine that's even remotely a good destination to go to i would i would say vanderbilt (laughs) <laughs> but i mean no. shit i would totally play them again i mean i would I'd go, love to go back but i'd have ptsd the entire time i know god damn but maybe that's like the way i mean we have to expose ourselves again to move on yeah uh um uh, clemson would be amazing i have a lot of family down there and i might i'd like to go to a game there anyways who else in the acc though acc no. acc I can't even think of it. Florida ACC State, schools. I guess. Florida State would be cool. Um, yeah, I mean, that'd be fun. But they suck, which is fine. Like, that's probably better. But um, who else are we missing? That's it. That's all. Yeah, that's it. Any yeah. G5 you'd like to go to? Uh, I'd love a home and away with Army. That'd be cool. I'd love to go to West Point. I think it'd be um, fun to uh, – who else? I think Cincinnati would be fun to play them again. I'd like to just go to Cincinnati. Colorado State would be good. Colorado State, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's it. Okay, uh, Jeff Burkhart asks, uh, does Chris Kleiman start to feel some heat if he goes four and eight, five and seven? Does he strike Uh, you as someone who would replace assistance for poor performance? Um, Do you feel Big Daddy Bruce deserves next season or is it time to move on? And then Grant, how much – unsolicited unsolicited parent parenting advice have you been given so far so a lot uh, of all uh, so there is no, the well, no let's start at the okay, top okay, okay. does he start getting heat if he goes four and eight five and seven 100 yes 100 percent. he was getting heat this year, this year in covid um yeah i mean yes does, and he does should he, he, yeah. four and eight and five and seven i'd be pissed he should get heat um does he seem like a guy that would replace assistance? He hasn't so far. He hasn't so far. There's two I, that you easily could. I hope that he – yeah. I mean, in, you have to be able to cut ties with people and improve. You have to look at your assistance every year, and uh, that's what great coaches do. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and it's a sign of like – or it's indicative of, of – uh, of success typically if coaches are moving on um, and getting, you know, different jobs like Scotty Hazel. Um, but that's not cutting So ties. shit, if we're sticking around not- and just kind of not cutting ties, I, no, 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 I know, I know, I know. But it's like you look at great programs that are losing their assistance often and it's typically because, like, they're succeeding. Other ones that are just keeping theirs intact, it's like – they're kind of just floating in the middle. So I hope that, but yeah, I hope it, it, if 
if we don't make tangible progress that he's able to objectively look at that and move on from guys, that's kind of – that scares me. That scares me a little bit. Yeah, and then we've answered the Bruce question, and then how much unsolicited parenting advice have you been given so far? Let's chew on that Bruce question a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I don't – I mean, none is unsolicited at this point. Like, I will welcome any and all <laughs> – at this point but n- not none really yet okay if anything it's me reaching out to people saying hey what the fuck do i do <laughs> so <laughs> that's scary i hope you learn in the next three months well i mean i think you just kind of <laughs> learn as you go yeah, yeah i hope so <laughs> for, for the little kid's sake all right uh chef asks why does uh bruce not get the COVID excuse i think we talked about it it's Honestly, this is this is all about last year. If if he would have made the tournament last year, it wouldn't have been an issue. So yeah. maybe so maybe it's a flaw that he wasn't fired last year. Uh, I don't think you can fire someone coming off of a Big Twelve championship um, a year removed. I don't think you can do that. But honestly, it's it's one hundred percent because of last season. Uh, if if he if he would have made the turn, it, it, or I, I guess there wasn't a tournament, but if he would have finished like fifth in the big 12 and he was having this season he wouldn't get fired yeah no that's zero, there's zero percent about last year um and we've said it multiple times like last year should not have happened and yeah i mean we knew we everybody knew this was gonna be a down year so it's uh i don't know i don't know what we're gonna do it'll be interesting to see what happens how it unfolds Yep. Uh, all right. Um, next one from Chef. When can he be on the pod? Maybe we'll do like we'll bring boneheads on for uh, Q and A uh, episodes in the summer. I think that's uh, that's a good move. I'm all for that. Okay. So this summer, Chef. The next one is it uh, any more difficult uh, to do a K State Sports podcast when K State Sports suck? Yes. One hundred percent. I mean, I mean think duh. back. Think back <laughs> to uh, you know the. Like when we won the Big 12, we were doing like quick take, hot take episodes after basketball games. It was, it was exciting. People don't download it as much. So it's like the motivation isn't like as much there because, I mean, think about it. Since the West Virginia game, K-State sports has not been a lot of fun. And no. ironically, our downloads have plummeted since the yeah. West Virginia game. I mean, we're doing shitty podcasts. Like I, I feel like we are a lot better uh, than we used to be, but if K State's winning, shows get downloaded. So yeah, it's simple. I mean, when we were four and one, sitting at the top of the Big Twelve, everyone was buzzing, and it was like, I can't wait to do the next show. Talk about this. Talk about that. Life was good, and since then, literally, it's <laughs> just a fucking free fall in both sports. So obviously, yeah, of course. I mean, do you? Let me ask you. Do you want to? Not you. Let me ask Chef. Is this Chef? that answered yeah. this, asked this question do you want to listen to this like do you want to listen to sports podcasts of your team that's losing over and over and over again i mean i don't when it's me i like you know when arsenal's playing poorly or losing or come off a bad loss i skip i typically skip the uh, the podcast that i listen to unless there's something really interesting going on or i'm being a sadist or a masochist masochist who likes to be hurt? <laughs> Not Masochist. Me. Um, they, uh, you know, I, unless there's something like 
sometimes it's funny to like suffer with the hosts, but no, I mean, when you're doing it for like four or five straight months, <laughs> it's it a little old. Yep. All right. Uh, he asked, what's your most embarrassing moment? My most embarrassing moments. Oh God. Mine was like falling down the stairs at work. And I thought that I tore my ACL <laughs> and like broke my ankle. I have a lot of embarrassing moments. When I was a kid, I fell in a McDonald's uh, fountain and I had to be carried out by my parents, like <laughs> completely soaked. Uh, God, I'd like, I wish I could, something coming to mind as an adult would be ideal. I might have to revisit that. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to this at the end. He also asked completely in Spanish, since COVID's still a thing, when are we going to have uh, Bosco's boys mask in the future? Um, I don't know. Talk to Will. Bosco's boys what? Mask. Mm. Oh, okay. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Okay. Uh, Old Man Rogers, he, him and Paracat Ryan like have a ton of questions. So Old Man Rogers asked, what would you consider the break-even point for a Stanford slash AT&T stadium kind of deal in terms of money, location, opponent? What is the minimum you would call a good deal for K-State for each of these variables? Uh, it's only a good deal if you have seven home games after you move a game. There's mm. no way it would ever be a good deal if, if it resulted in you only getting six home games, which you know what's fucking wild? Missouri was going to move for this past season one of their home games to Arrowhead Stadium versus Arkansas, a conference game, and only leave their team fans with six home games. LSU, the last time they played in Cowboys Stadium, only had six home games. None of their fan bases fucking melted down to the extent K-State fans did. And that and, and that's like still having seven home games. So it's fucking wild. But I would never, I would never willingly choose only six home games. So that's the first one. And then if you're netting over a million dollars more. So so that that's what I would do. Also, I don't care who it is, location or opponent, if that's if you are still getting a million extra bucks and you still get seven home games. It literally they could play in Alaska versus North Dakota State. If you're getting an extra million dollars and you still have seven home games. That's what makes this deal a good deal. I mean, yeah, it's a no-brainer. All right, old man Rogers. Uh, do you play any instruments? Are you slash were you any good? I've no. never, never. I, sang I taught in myself. High school. I I can sing. I'm a pretty good singer. Um, but I wish so badly that I could. I've taught myself to play a little bit of piano. Not like actually understand the instrument itself. I can't read music, but um, taught myself how to play like certain songs. But it's so hard. When you try to sing while play, it's just like I'm being, it's like my brain is being ripped in half. I can't do it. Guitar makes no sense to me. I used to play the drums, the drum, the snare drum actually in band in uh, elementary school. And then I went to seventh grade and started playing and like was in the band. And that's when like you actually had to practice and had pressure and I like quit. And it, I just was like, fuck this. I don't care about this at all. And I joined chorus so I could so I could uh, goof around and laugh with Mr. Fuller. 
Mr. Fuller. I, you know what I? You know what I almost said so I could fuck around with Mr. Fuller. Yeah. Don't say I was that. like, ah, oh, well, I can't say that. But but shout out to Mr. Fuller if you are that listening to this pod. I loved Mr. Fuller. Just you know, reach out. You were awesome. Um, I actually I think I was like legitimately decent singing in high school because I sang all four years. I was on our competition choir. We got a one rating at state every year. Got to go I to wish Chicago, I could have done San that. I should have done that. You should have. It was a lot of fun. Um, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't think I'm any good now, but I was like legitimately pretty good um, back in the day when I was singing every day in school. Um, Old Man Rogers, if you could gift Taylor Bratt any uh, car to make his ultimate Catmobile, what would it be? I'll be just like the original fucking Hummer that got two gallon, or yeah, two miles to the gallon. Just this massive thing, let him trick it out all purple. Just a big old Hummer. I would do the Christopher Nolan black uh, Batmobile, purple. Yeah, no, that would drive be awesome. that driving that around Manhattan. Okay, uh, Travis Rogers with two more. Old Man Rogers has a recent string of football transfers affected your confidence in the coaching staff. No, we said in the last, or at least for me, no, because I think we've gotten better through the transfer portal. I think it's been fine. No, you lost anybody else since last week? No. No, then no, definitely not. And we're getting a tight end uh, who has like a long history of injuries. Um, Love that. Yeah, but he was really good as a true freshman at USC when he had Sam Darnold throwing him the ball. So. All is right. what it is. Last one from Old Man Rogers. What's your favorite smoked meat? Hmm. Probably brisket. I'm probably Pretty brisket, uh, definitely. Uh, brisket or baby back ribs for mine. So yeah. All right, Powercat yeah. Ryan again. Most underrated and overrated pizza topping for me. Overrated beef. Like, honestly, if you're getting ground mm-hmm. beef on your pizza, fuck off. Like, if you like that texture, just get Italian sausage. It has actual flavor. Um, it actually works with pizza. And then underrated, I would say mushrooms. Eh, I don't mind mushrooms. Uh, overrated. That's a good one. That's a good one. I don't see people getting beef a lot, though. Oh, but my maybe- Shout out to my parents. They still get beef on their pizza. Hamburger? They get hamburger. Yeah, hamburger, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, shit. I'll, I'll start with underrated. I'll say jalapeno. If I yeah. don't have jalapeno on my pizza, I get pissed off. Like, I have to have it on there. And then overrated. Hmm. Shit. This is tough. This is tough um olives black olives is that overrated a lot of people like black olives on the uh, pizza i fucking despise I, I will not even touch a piece of pizza i won't even pick off the i yeah. completely agree black olives are fucking just vile Ugh, terrible Powercat ryan is the 21 football team uh shaping up to be better than the 20 or 19 teams i think the 21 team would beat the uh either team on the field i think haven't seen them play a game but i think they would beat either of those teams on the field but that said uh you know are they going to end up with eight wins i'm not sure are they going to beat oklahoma i would guess probably not but they somehow always do um so i i think talent wise yes record wise i don't know 
Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I would imagine that they would do that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I he also have much to add to that. He also asked, <laughs> if not Bruce, then who? I mean, I don't. I, I the, the the only name I'm gonna Bill Self. Is, yeah, Bill Self. We want Bill Self. Give him fifty million dollars a year. That'd be a story. What's your power cat, Ryan? Can, let, let me knock out Cole Hager, and then we'll just finish off with the rest of power cat, Ryan. Because I like this question. If uh, And honestly, probably should – no, we're going to save this one for the last. Power cat, Ryan asks, can COVID cancel the rest of men's basketball season? No. Yeah, I don't think – I mean, it <laughs> – I mean, I, I get it. If people don't want the season to continue, but if COVID completely canceled it, oh, I think that – Our was, season. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but still, like, if COVID canceled rest of our season, I think that would spell bad things for society. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Just I mean, stop and watching. Like in a stop time watching where, the games. If you're rooting for COVID, just stop watching the games. In a time where, like, the last month Kansas was like as bad as any state in the country, and COVID numbers were as bad as they'd ever been, and it's you know we're still playing now. It's not gonna get canceled. We're just gonna have to suffer through this terrible season. He asks, what is your favorite style of beer, and is there a style you refuse to try again? Never refuse to try again anything. Um, oh, no, I would, I would, I'm never going to have a cider ever again. I've tried ciders before. I'm hard out on ciders. Really? Which isn't a I love theater, the idea. But I, I could be convinced to try pretty much anything again. Um, except, you know what? Um, I don't like spice in a beer yeah. like literal spice yeah. like uh there are spicy beers out there i don't love that but i i would try it again there was a beer at boulevard that we got when the last time you and i went there and it was fucking terrible i hated it so much it was like a saison sour sort of it was like so heavy so thick but it had like a sour very very sour notes to it and i definitely would not try that specific beer again um i don't have a favorite i don't think i have a favorite style of beer because my beer palette changes like so often every like one to two months i feel like it changes with the seasons but i've been like pretty hard on ipas for like the last year or so i mean i i like ipas a lot more now than i used to and it's yeah. mainly because like they've gotten more juicy instead of bitter uh, but saisons in the summer are always going to be my favorite, and then uh, in the fall or winter, either stouts or like a biscuity, like yeah. ESB, uh, mm -hmm. just ale type thing. So I like a good like brown ale in the fall. Yeah. Uh, what position group in football was upgraded the most, uh, or potentially the most, and which group still needs the most work? Most work linebackers, um, and I think the defensive backs are going to be really yeah. good. secondary. I mean, our additions to the secondary were all very, very solid on what I thought was, you know, the guys that we were bringing back, I felt really, we feel pretty good about. And yeah, we still need help at linebacker. They could be really bad. I'll also say this, running backs, just having a second year of Deuce Vaughn, second year of Keon Mosey, Joe Irvin coming back. Uh, Devon Weathers is playing running back uh, for this team instead of linebacker. He was the Missouri player of the year, uh, high school player of the year. Um, I think I think running back's going to be, like, even better next year. And, hell, Skyler coming back and adding Jake Rubley. That's pretty big. Is, 
is Jacardier right still on the, the roster? Yes. If he can somehow figure it out, figure something out, um, man, that one two punch of that like downfield runaway train of Jacardier right with uh, the, the shiftiness of two spawn would be, whoo, I'd love that. Love to see that. Yeah. Uh, Paracat Ryan, how much fun was Chad Henney, the Chad Henney series is last not, weekend? Not fun can at you, all. I hated imagine, everything about it. Can you imagine getting that career moment that late in your career? Uh, no, it wasn't fun, but like it, for him, it probably was fun. Like, oh, he had this career defining moment uh, in a playoff game for one of the best teams in the history of football. I mean, it's got to be pretty cool for him. I hate yeah. it, though. Yeah, I mean, I was just it. Ah, uh, yeah, it just felt like that recipe of like, wow, it's all gonna, it's all gonna unravel here, and we're gonna fucking lose to the Browns. But he, hell, he made some, he made some plays, uh, gutsy plays. Yes, I agree. With you. He also his final two. If you could be any animal in the animal kingdom, what would you choose? I could be God, none. I don't want to fucking be an animal. Yeah, I don't. But if I had to, shit. I mean, there's no good like. I mean, oh, I. This is easy for me. I'd be a squirrel on a college campus. That's pretty smart. I mean, I'd probably be like a dog, like a a dog that lives in somebody's house. I was thinking Animal Kingdom though. Like I, like I don't know, like. A golden retriever isn't in the animal kingdom. They're like domesticated. Like, yeah, yes, no, I, I would yeah. choose to be like a dog or a house cat, so you didn't have to shit outside. But like, I but if, be... if it's like a wild animal, I would literally choose to be a squirrel on a college campus. I think those are like of truly what quote unquote wild animals. I think those have the best life. I mean, there's no yeah, predators. Probably. There's no cars to run you over. Uh, they're like walking around eating pizza and nuts and all this type of stuff. I think being a squirrel on a college campus would be like amazing. I'd be a albatross, biggest flying bird, just glide around the globe. There you go. All right. Last one for or Powercat Ryan. How would you grade? And then he makes fun of it and goes randomly placed minute long ad in the middle of the podcast. Sorry, Ryan. I'm going to try to fix that. Um, but how would you grade Skylar Thompson on the all-time charts considering he's getting uh, more games than any other starting quarterback all-time? And this is a great question because he's probably going to end up statistical-wise ahead of uh, some of the ones. But I think that he has to be in that tier of non-elite quarterback. So he hasn't. he's not going to get a 10-1 season. I don't think he's going to get that next year. He's not going to get a Big 12 championship. So you have to put – you know, Bishop, Roberson, Klein in front of him. You probably have to put Beasley in front of him. But, like, yeah. Do you put Chad May in front of him? Maybe he got a Heisman vote. But after that, there's no quarterback I could definitively put in front of him. I put him over Jake Waters. I know everyone's in love with him. But Jake Waters got fucking Tyler Lockett to throw to. Skylar Thompson had one year of Byron Pringle and a bunch of shit outside of that, you know? And Byron Pringle didn't help him a lot half the time. I mean, he well, dropped the ball Oklahoma a lot State in college. Game. The Oklahoma State game. In West Virginia. Yeah. Well, I, no, I'm saying good Byron Pringle. Oh, yeah, Pringle. yeah, yeah. The, the, that that's true. Oklahoma State game. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, um, fuck. 
I mean, he's going to have some massive uh, I wins. I mean, we, we've gone but... through this. Yeah, we've gone through this. He will have some huge wins. For him to be propelled into that, like, top tier, he would have to have an absurd fifth year. He'd have to win a Big 12 championship and, you know, probably get to, like, a New Year's Six type bowl. If he, if he went 10 um, and three, if he went 10 and three after the bowl game, I'd put him in front of Chad. Maddie. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe um, even, maybe he's, even Beasley. So he's like tier three. He's like tier three out of four tiers, I guess. No, tier I think there's have to be a five. Tier two is like the, to be five tiers. Yeah, it makes sense. So he's kind of middle of the pack. Cause Cody cook and you know, <laughs> Joe Hubner, Alan Everidge need to be be yeah, down like tier five. That's true. That's true. Okay, and then the last one from the Cole Hager. This was my favorite question asked. Uh, if the next twenty years of K State sports, men's basketball and football play out like the last twenty, should we as fans be satisfied or should our expe- expectations be higher? So the last twenty years, you in football had two conference championships. You had a handful of massive bowl games, a handful of 10-1 seasons. You had upsets over number one teams, top five teams, um, and what? It, so, and you missed a bowl game five times. Mm-hmm. So 15 out of 20 years, you go to a bowl game. That's pretty awesome. I would sign me up for that right now. Yeah, on the cusp of a national championship. Yeah, it would suck not to get there, but yeah, I agree. Um, It's hard to turn that down. Yeah, basketball: two elite eights, two conference titles, some massive wins at home. uh, Not as many uh, postseason bursts, um, but I think we can two Big Twelve titles and two elite eights. We can dream bigger for basketball, but if you have to accept both, it's do you like, roll the dice or do you accept another? God. Right now, gun to your head. No, I take. The I mean, last I years I probably take it. I take it. There's like, gonna be a lot of suffering. <laughs> there but, is, but I. But it, but if you look at like just the Frank era, I mean, if you look at Huggy to Frank, uh, 2006 to 12. Yeah. So six years. I mean, those we didn't win any titles, but we got an elite eight, and we got a lot of fun years. Yeah, four tournaments, two NITs under Bruce. You're going to have uh, so like what, five tournaments, two Big Twelve titles, and an elite eight with four no postseason. So basically, half of the time, like nine of those years, are going to suck. So yeah. 2000 to 2005, terrible. Four, three. Three, four of Bruce years, terrible. So that's like nine seasons where we're just going to be fucking dog shit. But the other half. are going to be a lot of fucking fun. We're going to be fun and we're going to win titles and go to the Elite Eight. Yeah, I mean, I would. I think you probably take that. I'm signing up for it. And I'm not going to tell folks not to have higher expectations, but you also have to be fucking realistic a little bit. I mean, yeah. Especially uh, with the direction, like college sports are going especially in football like anyone who even the the gap is just widening even more so yeah i take it at least in football i could listen to someone trying to tell me basketball don't accept it but for football anyone who wouldn't sign up for a repeat of the last 20 years is fucking high i think so all right that's all we have 
Uh, it was a fun little q and I think this is it went over an hour. It, it was a fun little time. I did hit record halfway through. I was actually worried. I forgot if I actually hit record. It did. Um, so, yeah, that's all we got. Uh, we're going to watch a little NFL football. Hopefully all, everyone's bets go well. Hopefully the Chiefs win. Otherwise, like, we're in a really uh, – I mean, every Chiefs game could – like, if – well, even if they go to the Super Bowl, we're about to be at without a lot of fun sports in North America. I guess college basketball. I mean, K-State only has a month left, and then the Big 12 tournament. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's wild, but we're going to keep pumping out episodes. We love you guys. Uh, that's all I have. Grant, you say whatever you want, and then I'll stop hitting record. Uh, go Chiefs. Meet me at the Cathead. Sports Social Podcast Network.